Hey friends, it's Emily and welcome to Daily Bible Things. If you're joining in this morning or at the end of your day, let's make space to engage with scripture. Go ahead and remove distractions and ask the Holy Spirit to help you notice and appreciate as you engage with scripture. Now let's take a deep breath and get started. I love Saturdays because we get to chat and hang out a bit. We've been a little off on our schedule this month since I was getting back from my honeymoon and getting situated with Jordan. So thank you for your patience. But today we wrap up the first week of Advent, the week where we focus on the hope that Jesus brings to the entire world. And we are about to start our second week of Advent where we look at Jesus bringing peace to the world. But I wanted to take some time to look at the story of Jesus's birth in the book of Luke in the Bible and have our brains focus on the hope that Jesus gives all of us. You may have heard of John the Baptist, who later in the book of Luke tells everyone that Jesus was the son of God, our savior. And he does this outside Jerusalem, which was also a fulfillment of part of the prophecy told by Isaiah, which we have looked at this month and get this Mary, who is Jesus's mom and Elizabeth, John, the Baptist's mom, they were relatives and the angel Gabriel who told Mary that she was going to give birth to Jesus, God's son, also told Mary about Elizabeth being pregnant with John the Baptist. He also told her a little spoiler alert before we read. Gabriel is the one who told Mary she was to name God's son, Jesus, Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us, which we have looked at on Friday when we read Isaiah 7, 14. Now let's dive in to Luke 1, verses 26 through 45. Luke is found in the New Testament, which is the part of the Bible that tells us about when and after Jesus was born. And we're taking a look at Mary finding out she was pregnant with God's son and her relationship with Elizabeth, who, remember, is John the Baptist's mom. We are focusing on how Jesus brings hope to all of the world. So here's what it says. I'm reading out of the NLT. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. I want to pause here really quick. Last month, we read about Ruth and Naomi, and Ruth actually ends up being an ancestor of David which is also part of the lineage of Jesus because Joseph is Jesus's father. Wild dots connected. Pretty cool. Okay, diving back in to verse 28. Gabriel appeared to Mary and said, Greetings, favored woman. 
The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel said to her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor, David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin, which just means she wasn't married. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, which means she couldn't get pregnant, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. That is so cool to me. So we're going to take a look at this conversation between Mary and Elizabeth a little more closely because there's a lot going on here and I think it's so cool. So in this conversation, before Mary tells Elizabeth anything about what Gabriel said to her about how she would give birth to the son of God, Elizabeth's baby leaps for joy in her womb. And you can see in verse 42 that Elizabeth knows what's happening after she's filled with the Holy Spirit. God has blessed you above all women. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? This is a pretty big deal because I think about how Mary must have felt so alone after Gabriel told her what was going to happen because I bet she knew that people would not believe her. I bet she expected that people would not believe that she was pregnant with God's son. But God gives her Elizabeth to be in her corner, cheering her on, and also be a little ahead of her. She is, Elizabeth is six months pregnant with John the Baptist when Mary is visited by Gabriel. So she is several months ahead. 
there to encourage and support Mary and be reminded or be reminding Mary that she is not alone and she does not have to navigate this alone. I think that's a pretty big beacon of hope for Mary that she has someone in her corner cheering her on. I also love the hope that this story shows with Elizabeth being pregnant when she was too old to logically speaking be pregnant. I love when God shows us that his plans don't have to follow logic, don't have to follow reason, but they are for us. His plans are for us. Romans 8.28 says that he makes all things work together for my good. What is beautiful about that is that even when things go badly, even when things are wild and don't make sense, God makes things work together for our good. Elizabeth was in Mary's corner. God was in Mary's corner and God is in your corner and God is in my corner. And I am so grateful for that truth. So keep these things in your heart and on your mind as you work to notice and appreciate what's around you. You can even take a few minutes to journal about this and talk with God in prayer. Our guided journal linked in the show notes can help you do just that. I can't wait to hang out tomorrow and don't forget, today needs you.